This is AM Reviews. I'm Adrian. I'm Muhammad. This is a podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, and all things superheroes. And whatever else interests us. Be sure to like AM Reviews on Facebook and check out our YouTube channel at AM Reviews. And follow us on Instagram at Moe's underscore TV16. And at just underscore Adrian underscore underscore. Which will be linked in our podcast. Thanks for listening. Welcome back, everybody, to AM Reviews. It's Muhammad and Adrian. Um, we're here to talk about a couple of trailers season two of The Umbrella Academy and season two of The Boys. But the first one we're going to talk about is The Umbrella Academy. I really don't remember too much from the first season, so I can't really recap that much. <laughs> well, definitely but, find some recap videos for our, yeah. for our listeners, because um, a lot, a lot happens in that first season. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But from what I remember, it was pretty good. They had a little monkey mentor. You know, he died. He was uh, kind of like the pet, or I would say the Jarvis to their yeah. Yeah, the the Jarvis, the um, what do you call Batman? Um, his what what is his what's Batman's butler? Oh, um, because Jarvis is Iron Man. Oh, you're right. Jarvis is Iron Man. Um, oh, what is his how? That's not Howard. Alfred. 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 Yes. Okay. Yeah, he's like the Alfred for the family, except you know Batman has died at this point, um, and that's what season one kind of revolves around how did their father die um and they're all orphans he took them from birth they were all born on the same day from different women and he kind of took them in and they're kind of like the x-men but they're called the umbrella academy where he raised them up taught them how to use their powers for the right reasons and you know he ends up dying i can't remember exactly how or he he might have killed himself (laughs) something like that but you know we got season two coming up it was um, nothing like the first season. That was that was you, a few details glossed over for the first. Okay. Season. Okay. I mean, you can explain. <laughs> I really didn't know, but your synopsis, I feel like, is closer to um. It <laughs> for some reason I was imagining in my head, and it kind of fits even the real life story. It kind of it reminded me of the Ninja Turtles and um. And there, and the rat. What's his name? What's the rat? Oh, name? Master Splinter. Master Splinter. Um, and like, oh. if he were to die or something. <laughs> that's like the description you just gave. <laughs> oh, well, I didn't mean for it to be like that. Well, no, but it's it, it was. I mean, it was. It's fine. Um, but the Umbrella Academy. Um, yeah, most. I mean, they were essentially these kids who were all born on the same day, mysteriously, which is never really explained. Um, even in that the comics. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't really matter. But they were all born, and this rich guy took them in, who has a robot wife and a and a monkey butler teacher person, um, <laughs> teaches them how to use their powers. And eventually, they grow up. They don't want to do this anymore. Some of them, one of them, who is like powerless, it writes a book about her time with them, becomes a best-selling author, becomes washed up. One of the kids dies. No one knows how. Um, he's kind of has powers of the Flurkin from um, Captain Marvel. And then you have a time traveler who gets lost. Time traveler comes back. Um, trouble ensues. They try to stop the end of the world, but they end up causing it because um, the one who had the, who didn't think she had any powers, 
she's actually like Jean Grey the Phoenix for us and can do whatever she wants. Um, and she ends up killing the um, the monkey friend. Uh, <laughs> and I remember that part. Um, and that it's is still to be sad. It it is sad. But, I kind of laughed. Uh, <laughs> but um, the season is way more in depth than that. Um, a lot happens. A lot goes on. Um, but that's like the, Mary J. Blige is in it for some reason. Um, and, oh, yeah, she's one of the bad guys. Right. She's one of the time traveling um, officers who is trying to save the timeline to the end of the world happens when it's supposed to. Um, but they're all fighting that. Um, so that's kind of what happens in a nutshell. Um, but it's it's kind of like a dark X-Men. You were right. It's kind of like X-Men. It feels like a darker version of the X-Men mix in some Fantastic Four stuff and take it up a rating to rated R. And that's what you got, the Umbrella Academy. Um, yeah, and I thoroughly enjoyed it whenever yeah. I watched it, but it's been a while. I forgot that this thing existed. <laughs> has it, I mean, it's been a year and a half, two years? It's, it's been about two years, I think. Yeah. So it, or it's, it says 2019. Maybe it came out early 2019 because... I don't know. That's when I, because I watched it in February, I think 2019. So it probably came out pretty early, 19. It's just so much has happened since then. Yeah. It's forever. Like a year since 2000. Well, actually, since January. (laughs) It does. This is not the same year that we started off with in January. I mean, everything, everybody's life on the planet has been affected and changed drastically since the beginning of this year. It is ridiculous. Um, so it feels like it was much long ago. But the trailer we got doesn't show much. It, it shows a lot, but of course out of context. A lot of explosions, a lot of um, characters popping up. Um, but how do you feel about after watching this? And it's really a teaser. How do you feel about watching it or after watching it? I'm pretty interested, but it seems like it's just another one of these end of the world plots that, you know, it kind of gets a little old. I'm not saying that we need a smaller scale type of season, but, you know, don't have it be the same type of plot. So I'm I'm a little hesitant. I did really like the, the first season because, I mean, they did have the whole world ending thing, but they also mm-hmm. had the mystery of who killed their father. So hopefully right. they have that in this upcoming season. It's always hard adapting a movie from comic books. How long should they be? How short should it be? Um, so I think they do a decent job. Um, it's definitely a different style than like the MCU or even the DCEU. Um, it's pretty different than how they do things. Um, closer to um, the uh, what's the movie with those? The Watchmen. It's closer to the Watchmen movie. Haven't watched the series yet. Um, the series actually is pretty good. Okay. Okay. But it's very different from the movie. <laughs> There's a lot more race stuff in it, racial oh. tension. It all takes place in Oklahoma. But I didn't finish the series, but it is pretty interesting. Um, Regina King is the main character in it. Right. It definitely feels dark like that. And I think, yeah, you're right, it can get old. But I think individually these characters are so different than um, the traditional superheroes that we you know, talk about that I think that may be what keeps it interesting, even if the overarching story is just you know, save the world, go back in time, that kind of thing. Um, I mean, their powers are very unique. I mean, you have one that just can whisper rumors and makes it reality. Um, I like that one. 
that she's pretty cool. Um, the time traveler, of course. And then, um, well, he can teleport. Yes. Teleportation. Right. I think that's what he's trying. He was actually just trying to teleport and accidentally teleported through time. Um, which is interesting. And I also think it's interesting that Kitty, so the main, the, the non superhero one who thought she was just a violinist. You're going to say Kitty um, Pride. I was, yeah, I was glad you. <laughs> what I was going to say was she, when she played Kitty Pride in the um, uh, Fox X Men run, in, was it Future Days Past, she is, she has the ability to, walk through walls and things, of course, but she figures out a way to walk through time. Um, I think it's interesting that she's in another project where it's so closely like the theme of it, I guess it's her niche, um, her kind of movie. Um, but, and I mean, you have a guy, the brother who can talk to dead people. Um, it was pretty interesting. Um, and that's how he talks to their dead brother who is still able to fight with them as a ghost through his brother's powers. The people are interesting, which I think is sometimes lost in comic book films. Um, it's more about the, the hero more so than the person, but this is the other way around. Yeah, definitely. Um, you definitely see all of the hardship that they've gone through. They all really kind of hate their father. He didn't show them the love that they thought they, well, that they really wanted, especially the guy with the knives. I mean, he yes. really doesn't have... He, he doesn't want anything to do with his father. And right. then the guy with the big arms, I mean, it's kind of like a, I don't know, a werewolf. He's like a half ape because his father, he was super strong and his father then something happened, an accident happened, so his father gave him the body of an ape pretty much. Yeah, we pretty much explained all of their, their powers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's pretty interesting. I'm definitely going to watch it whenever it comes on. Um, but yeah, uh, if you haven't watched the first season, I would encourage everybody out there to go watch the first season of the Umbrella Academy. It's very good. A lot of X-Men vibes. Got a little monkey, butler, Alfred. Um, <laughs> uh, we did kind of spoil a little bit in there. But, um, yeah, but there is still so much more. Oh, yeah, there's a lot more. But, you know, don't get attached to the monkey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but let's go ahead and move on to the boys. So... In this trailer, I mean, we have more chaos with the boys. The boys from the first season is essentially about uh, these superheroes who are hired by this big company to show off and save people, and they get money for it. But there's this other group who, you know, completely dislikes the heroes. They know that they are terrible people, so they try to get rid of them and show everybody how terrible they are. But we have this super evil superman guy right it's uh, like superman captain america except he's a part of hydra <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, he, he's saying hell hydra right behind everybody's ears um and his name is highlander which i thought he was the most compelling character in this uh really without him i probably wouldn't have liked it as much you liked um, it more than i did i didn't like him that much he is a very different character for that kind of a role which i appreciated i wouldn't say he was like the reason i watched the show okay well for me i i really like this character you know i mean i mean this dude is terrible <laughs> he is yeah. awful awful person. he's the worst kind of evil because he seems like he's a good guy yeah and i mean that plane scene i mean 
just for anybody who hasn't seen it. Oh. <laughs> so we gotta go. But these people would not. We got to go. <laughs> Get back. <You> see? <laughs> he's just evil. He is just evil. And it's not like you know the mustache twirling evil, just no. evil for no reason. He's like an no. evil normal person. Like no superpowers needed. He's just a, a bad person. <laughs> He's that guy who just steps all over you, doesn't care, but very entertaining, gory show. Oh, yeah. This, this is very, very explicit. Graphic. Yeah, very graphic. They have a lot of the Justice League vibes. Mm-hmm. You know, Homelander is the Superman equivalent. They have the Deep. He's the Aquaman equivalent. Um, you got the Flash equivalent. I forgot his name. Yeah, I forget. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have uh, the, the Wonder Woman equivalent. I forgot her name, too. You know what? Instead of me just saying I forgot, let me just actually go and look this up. <laughs> it's been a while since we watched this. The the first it, season, of course. Yeah. And we did review it. Right. Queen Maeve is yeah. uh, the Wonder Woman equivalent. A-Train is the... Wonder the Woman f- equivalent. Yeah, A-Train is the Flash equivalent. The Deep, I said him. Yeah, he's the Aquaman equivalent. Stargirl, isn't that her name? The one that was the yes. good? Okay. I don't know what to call her as in the equivalent for the Justice League. Um, she feels more like, she feels like, um, well, as a personality, um, like Supergirl. Um, okay. Her powers are more like, or more like the X-Men Jubilee. Okay, I can see that. Mm-hmm. I actually wonder why Jubilee is such a beloved character. She was just cool, I think. She was like the the main character for a little while of the um, X-Men TV, or um, the cartoon TV show. The one from the 90s? I mean, she was yes. kind of, but not really. A couple episodes, she was she the main character. I think she just fits the 90s aesthetic in her outfit and her powers. Yeah. I mean, I wish she would get more shine, like, instead of saying, oh, that's Jubilee in the background. You know, show her doing something. But yeah, these two groups, the boys, they're the ones who hate the superheroes. The main one is the Butcher. I mean, he just hates the superheroes. Huey, he's the one, he gets involved because his girlfriend gets killed by one of the superheroes called um, A-Train. Right. Just because he's uh, overdosed on this uh, kind of like PEDs to help right. him run fast. And then the female, that's her actual name in the show. See, <laughs> she's kind of like a savage. They find right. her somewhere and she kind of just tags along with them. And she's the muscle of the team. Then you got Frenchie. I mean, he seems like the annoying guy. And then Mother's Milk. <laughs> right. <laughs> a, a, a really funny name, but... Yeah, and he is the guy that, you know, he's going to tell you the truth and doesn't care. But, yeah, that, that's mainly just a rundown of the cast from the last season. Right. Um, and they're pretty much all going to show up <clears throat> show up back again on the second season. And we do have a new character mm-hmm. from the trailer. I'm not sure exactly who she is. I don't really I see her. I believe it said her name is um, Stormfront. 
Storm. she has like lightning powers, possibly thunder. Yeah, she kind of looks like Storm. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully we get more from her than we've gotten from Storm in the X-Men movies because, you know, Storm is kind of just tossed to the side. She is, unfortunately. I think um, this particular character, the way, because there isn't like an extra clip where Stormfront meets Homelander, and the way they're pitching it, she seems like she is going to take on um, a similar role to, uh, what's it, Stargirl? Um in the way that she kind of clashes with the team a little bit and starting to take the thunder away from Homelander. Um, potentially. She seems like a younger, um, more, I don't know, a conflict will ensue, I think, with her at the heart of it. Yeah. And, you know, throughout the trailer, we definitely see a lot of gore. Homelander, he bashes somebody's face in. And the way that they set it up, it kind of looks like it's Healy, but it's probably not him. Right. Um, <laughs> it's probably just some random person, but um, I mean, this looks really exciting. I'm I'm really excited to see this. We only have about a couple of months before this comes out, so yeah, I'm glad I'm that we get a second season. Well. Yeah, I mean, we we've getting a whole bunch of superhero stuff, and it's nice that we see a lot of different types because this can get pretty old. But you know, the superhero, I'm not going to say genre, but superheroes can fit into multiple genres. Right. That's how it's been able to stick around this long. I mean, I appreciate that. Most definitely. I think this one is definitely a thriller drama. Um, I w- it's a comedy at some point. As well. I think maybe it's filmed <laughs> as a dark comedy. Um, but I'm very interested in it. I think it is the most different like take on superheroes that I've ever seen. Um, so I'm curious to see where they go. I think it's filmed beautifully. Um, that it's crystal clear. You know, Amazon Prime does a great job with this one, um, and how they film it and the story writing and everything. So I'm I'm very excited. Oh yeah, I'm I'm really excited. And it seems like this is what DC wanted to be, except you know it's rated R, and they don't have any type of restraints when it comes to showing this on Amazon Prime because right. they don't have to put it in theaters and worry about you know the the box office right because Everybody can just watch it right from their home. Right. But yeah, I'm definitely excited to see this. Um, anything else about either of the trailers? Which one are you more excited to see? <sighs> I think most people would say the boys. Um, but it's kind of equal for me. Okay. Um, because I really like the X-Men vibes from the Umbrella Academy. Gotcha. And the boys is just, you know... A, a different take on the superhero genre mm-hmm. um, where it's more gory, more graphic. And then you have this, this guy at Homelander. I mean, this guy is, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's so evil, but right. not to the point where I just like, I hate him. Not, not, not like that. I'm just as equally excited to see both of them. Really? What about for you? I would say the boys, the boys. This okay. Is- I think this is one and it's I mean, it's just because it is so different and I it's I'm able to get invested into it. Um, it keeps my attention. Every character has so much development and they talk about real. I mean, the first couple episodes talked a lot about sexual assault in the workplace in the boys. It's interesting take on that. So I'm mean, it's it's different. 
And the yeah. and Umbrella Academy is different as well. But I feel like that one has a few more cliches. Feels a little more what I would expect from a um, superhero, you know, series. Um, but this one's definitely the most different. It feels the most real. I mean, even in the teaser clip, they show Stormfront using Instagram Live um, because social media is very important to the supers in that um, universe um, because they get paid for ads and stuff. They're like celebrities. Um, so it's interesting because I feel like The Boys is a more realistic interpretation of what would happen if the world had superheroes. And it's pretty dark, I think, that I th- feel that way. But I feel like that power... It does corrupt people, and I think they do a good job of showing how that happens or could happen. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. And I feel like this is what DC wanted, at least when they started <laughs> with Batman yeah. versus Superman. Um, <laughs> actually, with Man of Steel and then transition to Batman versus Superman. Oh, yeah. But they failed terribly. But, um, yeah, uh, I, I think that does it right. Yeah, that does it for me. All right. So um, thank you, everybody, for listening again. If you like our content, make sure you subscribe to our podcast and other platforms, including YouTube, Instagram and Twitter, which will be linked in the description. Thanks for listening.